0: Caesar salad. I'm getting some for dinner. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it so fun that I love something?
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) It really is. When
0: it comes to food, for a long time, I struggled with inspiration about what I liked because, like, I have an issue with food where it's like, I don't know if I really like it that much. Like, I my brain's like, oh, you love that. But then I'm like, do I actually? But I have found Caesar salad is always a reliable option, and I love it. And I eat bowls of it. So.
1: This is the second episode in a row you've talked about Caesar salad. I know. Do you like Julius Caesar himself, the man? The I, myth, think he the was
0: a, I think he was a very powerful leader. He was. But I think power makes people hate you.
1: Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. I think that's what they say. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> true. It's true. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, et tu brute. You <laughs> wear the Ides of March. And it is March. Are you familiar with the Ides of March? No. That was what the soothsayer said to Caesar. And it turned out that on the Ides of March, he was stabbed by Brute. Yeah. What a great name, Brute.
0: So where do the croutons come in with the salad, I wonder? Uh,
1: et tu Et All right, let's jump into this thing.
0: All right, count me in. <laughs> Corn Talks. I'm Emma Tuss. And I am
1: Brandon Tuss. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Emma. Hi. 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 Bye.
0: So, how you doing?
1: I've been, i have doing good. I mean, this okay. has been a an amazing, laid-back, chill kind of weekend. I love pretty much not doing anything. Yeah. Um, get together with my bros, have a cigar on the patio on a Saturday, enjoy some of this beautiful weather we continue to have, mm-hmm. although... News flash rain, and, rain is yeah. coming and it's starting to rain and it's not going to be good. It's supposed to be like a week or ten days. I, that's what I rain.
0: saw. Was I, the forecast was just like rain, rain. Should like, we no.
1: build an ark and start collecting animals? I think twos.
0: maybe because it's like rain, rain, go away. It's like Friday until next Thursday.
1: I don't mind the rain because, you know, April showers bring May flowers even though it is only March. But here's the thing I know about March. If you're following the almanac, the old farmer's almanac, it marches in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. So it's going to be wet and gross the beginning of it, but then as soon as St. Patti's Day rolls around, it'll be all sunshiny and gold.
0: It's beautiful. I know, and I the, can't and wait. And the flowers are going to come, and then it, the trees and you the you leaves what, and though? the grass. You know what,
1: though? That damn pollen.
0: Oh, that yeah. damn, I'm not my, looking my forward to it. My going to be nasty. My
1: yeah. eyes are going to be going crazy. I can already feel it. This I never had allergies really my whole life, but I'm f- starting to take them on in, in the longer I stay in North Carolina.
0: Well, I know that they're... Well, I'd, uh, my old friend, Cassidy, she has crippling allergies. Oh my God. This season, it's like the flu all month. Like, just yeah. like she has to take all these, like, like flow nays and other stuff. She'll, like, miss school some days because she can't handle it yeah. going outside because her nose just and drips if, and drips. And if I can't
1: breathe through my nose, I am the world's largest baby.
0: Me too. Me too. I, cannot, I can't it, sleep. It, I can't function. That's why
1: I need to have that nasal spray somewhere nearby if I can't breathe through my nose.
0: Did you know if someone, like, overdoses that that's like a really helpful way to like save them is nasal spray. Yeah. I was watching a show and it was like, um, she like this person overdosed, and she was like, "Grab the nasal spray, and, like the certain the fancy, histamine or something yeah, goes in." Interesting. It, like, it must like make you.
1: It's kind of like shooting the uh, needle into the heart yeah, to like jab like, boost you. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll I'll keep something yeah. nearby.
0: I think I think it's good to know. I I learned, I learn all kinds of interesting facts from movies.
1: I'm always people. nervous about putting stuff in your body. You know, I started taking melatonin a little bit before I go to bed, and I've been waking up with like dry mouth and headaches. And I'm oh. like, the only thing I've changed as of late. Is I'm taking melatonin before bed, and I know it's it's like supposed to be a natural sort of substance that yeah. helps you with your circadian rhythm, but I don't know, and maybe I'm not drinking enough water. I, I probably am not drinking enough water, yeah. but it's interesting what you put in your body if if you're mindful of it. Just pay attention to what's going you in and there.
0: both, brother. Yeah. I feel like one day, like. On a Monday, I'll be so hydrated. My pee is clear as crystals. And then the next day, it's like orange. And I'm like, what happened in the day?
1: Is it one of your supplements, maybe? or
0: No, it's like the, like the brown dehydrated. Like, like well, you when your, your pee is as clear
1: as crystal meth, that is clear that you should not be doing crystal meth.
0: I yeah, I don't like meth.
1: Yeah, it's a good diet though.
0: There is something I want to talk about. Though. Your teeth suck.
1: Well, because of meth. Oh,
0: because of meth. Yeah, that happens actually. Yeah, to the best of us.
1: You want to talk about something specific today? We're going to go do. niche.
0: Well, because so last episode you said something at the very end that made me think actually. <gasps> I know. I thought, and
1: crazy. I no, no, no. I said something you impactful. You said
0: something, but in a different way. Um. Oh. so being a teenage girl, I see a lot of girls tearing down girls and boys tearing down boys, and then vice versa. And I was thinking about how you mentioned, like, you um, you didn't fat shame me, but you you used the word fat shaming, right? And I thought it was it'd be interesting to talk about that because I am not fat, right? But if I if I eat certain foods, people will call it fat shaming because I'm eating like a fatty food. Like for example, I I had a burger last night, and uh. if someone were to be like, "You're gonna eat all that by yourself? That's so much food. It's such it's such garbage for you." It's like it's kind of like fat shaming me, but I'm not fat. So it's like interesting to see, especially because um, I I follow a lot of like uh, female creators on apps and stuff who are like body positivity and like all about like. Um, Spreading the word on like eating disorders and body and like how it can really affect the brain and stuff. And um, it's funny because they'll be like, "It's interesting how a skinny girl can eat a whole like case of Oreos, but if a bigger girl does it, she gets totally destroyed by the internet and everyone." So it's like, why is it okay for them to do it, but I can't? Yeah. And I think that's like it makes me think really hard about how that how that works because, like. I'm, I'm included. If I see a bigger girl eating, them, I'm like, that's a lot of food for her. Oh God. But if I see a skinny girl, I'm like, oh, well, she won't gain any weight anyway. Why does it matter? So it's like interesting to me.
1: What's interesting to me is that it shouldn't matter either way. I know. But you're right. Like if, if you say something as innocuous as, wow, that's a big burger, even not even saying you're going to eat all that, yeah. even by saying, wow, that's a big girl. That's a big burger for such a little girl. Yeah. That right there. Is is shaming? Yeah, it doesn't matter what people put in their body, and I do the same exact thing. Like, you know, I judge people for for what they eat and how they look. You know why? Because I judge how I feel and how I look and what I eat. You know, so all of that is a projection. The hard part is, it's the amplification of this issue because of social media. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that social media is the enemy. We all have a choice, and I have made a choice over the last. God, I don't know, it's been about four or five months. I have not been on social media. And I have to say, my life is better because of it. Do I miss out on a lot of stuff? Yes. But I don't miss the bs back and forth stuff that happens because some people are so miserable they're yeah. just out there trolling looking to cause problems I know.
0: and it's so sad because these women have worked so hard one woman has had two eating disorders and she is like she is happy she is healthy she's eating well and often like she's she's a whole schedule for herself and then people in the comments are like you are a fat disgusting horse still you gained yeah. you gained weight you gained a lot of weight it's what like would- why would j-
1: What would cause a person to say something like that? I I always feel like if you're not going to say something to someone's face, don't say it at all because either you're talking shit behind their back or you're trolling in a thread. How big of a person do you have to be to be able to go on there and just say those things? I think the problem is the filter. And the truth is, is that we've come a long way in this department. Meaning that if you go back in the like eighties and nineties and even two thousands, the bodies have changed. Like yeah. you're starting to see like catalogs with real women
0: Plus size with real clothes. Size. Yeah. You're
1: starting to see models. You're starting to see in certain magazines the body types are changing and that's all good. The problem is is there's still the pressure especially for young girls and not to single out young girls, young boys have it too. It's a different kind of like toxic masculinity pressure, Mm -hmm. but for young girls, there's still that image of what the perfect body should be. And the truth is, is that you too suffer from body dysmorphia as well. So how has your journey been like that? And where do you stand on that currently?
0: Well, every day is like a different thing. So I'm, I'm getting better about like knowing when to, give myself a break on it. Like, I'm trying to learn my own ways, because it doesn't help to talk to a therapist for me, or Google what to do, or watch videos. It doesn't help me at all. What helps me is thinking, and distracting myself, and painting, or talking to Tristan, or just going to sleep. Like, things like that, just to take care of myself, because some days, some days, I, sometimes I just cannot stand myself to be in my body, and just, it it sucks, because Everyone around me is like, oh, but you're so skinny. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, that's such a shame. And mom will say, oh, what a shame. And in a way, it's like, ouch, because it is a problem. And I know it's a problem. But, um, but I get that she's frustrated with me because she, she wants me to see what she sees. And Tristan, too, he wants me to see what he sees as well. And I think it, does, it definitely helps having him around because he is so, like, positive and kind about food. And himself, so I can sort of take some of that from him. Because Tristan's all about, like, if I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat something. If I want that, I'm gonna eat that. And it's like, it makes me feel a bit safer th- that he'll be like, hey, you should eat something. You should have like a clementine or like some apple slices or like drink some water or whatever. It's like, it's like nice to have someone to tell me, like, it's okay. Yeah, but, it's really,
1: have you heard, have you heard the phrase Beauty is in the eye of the beholder? Yeah. So that's really what comes to play. Like I can look in the mirror and I can pick out every single one of my flaws, but mom doesn't see those flaws. not either. But I sometimes will ask her, I'm like, hey, am I getting fat? Hey, are my love handles sticking out as bad as I see them? Hey, are my titties drooping again? Right, right. Like I will ask her and she'll say, no, I don't think so. Have you weighed yourself lately? And I'll be like, no, I don't really want to weigh myself. I'm just going based off of feel. And the truth is, is that whatever's on that scale, if I'm down, I should be down. If I'm up, then I judge myself even worse. Mm-hmm. So we see what we want to see and it's hard. And it is a shame you know, and that's probably not the right word. It's not a shame, but it is hard to see someone like you who has definitely done an amazing job on your, on your, uh, lifestyle changes from a dietary standpoint to be to the place where you're at and still have those ups and those downs. I will say this, however, though, you, while Tristan was here, You didn't hold back.
0: Oh, I know, yeah.
1: And I don't think anybody said, well, Jesus, are you going to really eat that? Like, I thought it a couple times, like, man, I forgot, Emma's back on bread, or Emma's doing cheese, or Emma's doing this, or Emma's doing that. Like, you were eating foods that you normally didn't eat, and this week, from what I could tell, now I know you did have a few, you know, last week you had a few moments where you had some tears and some upset moments, but I don't think that that was food-related, or was it?
0: It was, um... It was me sad about Tristan, I think, more than anything. Did you
1: weigh yourself when he left?
0: Well, I, I, I did, I think, yeah. Were I you did, extremely
1: disappointed or were you like, okay, well, now I know what I need to the do? The
0: thing is that my weight fluctuates. So totally. b- before he came, I was like 107, bouncing from 107 to like 110. And I have been for the past like month and a half or so. And when Tristan came, I ate. Like crazy because I was like I, – I also do experiments with myself. I'm always like, experimenting how far I can go to not gain weight. So I'm just testing the waters of what I can do because I know how to lose it after all. But um I ate a lot, a lot of salt, and I wasn't thinking about that, and I, I weighed 113. And I like – I was sad about it, but I was more sad that he was leaving me at a time where I really wanted him to be around. Yeah. And then – um. On top of that, I was also like very anxious, super sad, like really, really paranoid and nervous. And that was the cause of the tears. But lately, like I today so far, I had uh, an omelet for breakfast, which I had to make for my pill. And then I had a clementine. And then I had like 5 peanut and P&M&Ms. So that's been my day so far. Do you
1: know what's interesting? If we spend as much time being kind to others or learning a new skill as we do obsessing about the way we look or what we eat... This world would be a very, our world would oh, be I a very know, different yeah. place. And I think that's, I mentioned on the, in the past about how that's what started my running journey was I would judge myself if I didn't get out and do some sort of exercise. Yeah. And here we are four years later and I still keep going every day. And at this point, it's like, I can't stop because A, I'm OCD. And B, it's, it's one of those situations where I don't want to be judging myself because I still eat plenty of carbs. I don't eat a lot of sugar. I don't eat, a, I don't drink soda. I don't do a lot of that garbage, but I still carb up up hard. So if I were to eliminate running, that's like, I don't know how many hundreds of calories I burn. Like I usually burn about 700 calories on a run. That's 700 calories that I burned that if I didn't have that, I would exceed and I would, I would get uh, heavy and then I would judge myself again. Yeah. So it's just really interesting, but you're right. Getting back to the fat shaming it's it's not just it's it's shaming in general it's not just about yeah. fat and skinny people it's about the the wealthy and the poor it's yeah. about the the racial component the black and the white and the yellow or whatever
0: cuz everyone is so insecure now everyone is so insecure and like those few who aren't are very happy and people hate to see it and it's actually not to be all like Bible, but right now I'm in Bible history, right? Yeah. And we're doing like the Beatitudes, yeah, like that from Jesus and stuff sure. like that on the Sermon on the Mount or whatever. And he's talking about like, like judge others and you'll be judged, it's and true. like if someone like love your enemies and pray for them, and if like if they want to take things from you, let them take them, but like be kind to them back, and you'll be like taken care of yourself. Yeah. And I think like it's interesting because I've never been the kind of person to have somebody mean to me and then fight back at them. I've never been that person. I don't wanna like, cause conflict, I hate conflict. I don't wanna make someone else feel bad. Like if I get, if, if there's a mean customer and they're mean to me, I'm not gonna snark them back. I'm just gonna say, have a good day, thank you for coming in. Like, I'm not gonna be mean to them back, no way. But like, it made me think about how like in a way, I'm proud of myself because I'm not gonna fight them if they're unhappy, because it's not about me, it's about so, them. So
1: that was going to be my question. You are evolved enough in your head to know in that moment that it's them that's having the issue. They're the ones that hate themselves yeah. and are taking it out on you. You can see that?
0: Jealousy is evil. Well, I hate Well, absolutely.
1: Jealousy is like, you know, it's like, I've said this before. It's like drinking poison and expecting your enemies to die. Yeah. That's what jealousy and envy is. And mm-hmm. I, you are looking at a very jealous and envious person, not jealous that, you know, mom's going to be out scoping out the dudes or whatever. It's more about, that's why I had to get off of social media because I was jealous of what other people were doing. Like it's not a big issue that I'm, taking a picture of a selfie of myself in Ireland, mm-hmm. you know, or doing all these amazing things. But if somebody else does it, I immediately am like, right. who the hell are you to think you're so cool? You're so yeah. freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Look at you. So I had to get off. It was it was so toxic for me. And it's just it's all my BS. I am an extremely insecure person. And that's that's coming up more and more. And the older I get, the more difficult it gets.
0: I've I'm I've, I've been like very much insecure. My whole life I feel like I've been really insecure about stuff. And I'm like, I'm finally starting to get better at knowing like what's real and what's not. But I still have those days where I'm like, I hate to be in my skin sack. I hate it. And then I'll go to Instagram. I actually haven't been on Instagram in a long time. But when I used to, I'd see she's so attractive. She's so thin. She's her skin's perfect. She's a perfect like life. She's she's on a a private jet with a hot tub in it. But I'm like, think about how she is, though because when i post on instagram people probably, people are probably like oh she's so happy she's so pretty wow she has no problems she looks like she's in the best life and it's not true so social I mean, so media you, yeah
1: is the original fake news yeah it's like if you go back and look at my feed go back in when i first started on instagram like in 2 sorry when i first started on facebook facebook is the blue one that know, you don't yeah. even have a part of but you, if you go back and look at my posts, you would think that I have everything figured out. I am all positive. I'm incense and peppermints and unicorns and everything's great. And that was a very, very dark time for me mm-hmm. because the bottom fell out of the market in '08. Yeah. I had just started a small business. I was friggin' thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. I was having to talk to the IRS. I was having to talk to the state auditors. I was having to talk to the bank to see if I could take a month or so off from a car payment. Like these were not good times. And if you go back and look at my, my Facebook, you would think everything was perfect. It is so, I'm not saying that it's not valuable like there's people can get a lot of worth from that and I don't mean to sound insensitive but a lot of it is why don't we post the shitty parts too yeah and not be so fake about it
0: I know I don't know. Because we all want to be the perfect person. We do. And you know what I just noticed too about that? Oh, it's something else. I just noticed some age shame from you about Facebook because I'm a young person. I don't have it. Well, you, no,
1: the only reason I said that is not age shaming. It was because you've always made fun of me for like Facebook's for yeah. old people. So it actually works in the reverse. It's
0: funny because, well, I, I used to watch a lot of, a lot of Ellen Oh yeah! Before she got hashtag canceled. So you
1: did you cancel Ellen? Just
0: I did not cancel okay. Ellen. I just kind of I stopped seeing her content on my feed because so that I in
1: itself cooking. is shame, right? Isn't that another piece of shame? Is canceling like you did this, so you are gonna we're gonna yeah, cancel you for
0: sure? I mean, and I I'll, I'll always have a piece of my heart that I love Ellen. I do love Ellen, but um, she had a segment on her show where it'd be like bring up a Gen Z kid and make them like. Fold the old map, or like dial a phone, or like use a phone book, and it was like so belittling. Yeah, that is, and belittling. she would embarrass them in front of her whole audience and the world, like the whole TV. Like, it it was like um. Not fair because Ellen, do you have a a phone book? Do you have a, a foldable map? like no you don't. do you know where that so, comes
1: do you know where that stuff comes from? What? It comes from okay, OK Boomer, Boomer? Yeah. and it comes from Karen, the Karen phenomenon, right? Yeah. Like your generation piles on our generation for being stupid, just like my generation piled on my mom's generation for being stupid, and this will happen in perpetuity. You just don't get it, you just don't understand. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, it's not right. But it it's all in shame, isn't that crazy? It's, yeah,
0: there's everyone's everyone's ashamed of something. And I think yeah. it's I think it's it actually hurt me as a Gen Z person to see her embarrassing us so much because who in the past like ten years has needed to like fold an old map like that? No, you don't. You don't need to anymore. That the Garmin's been out for like twenty years, I feel like now. Do you remember
1: the ice cube tray?
0: Yes, Liz's I always had one, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember, like, was it Bailey or you tried to get the ices out and yeah. you didn't know how to do it? Like, that, those are just things you, you know, you go up to the fridge. And it makes ice you. push ice it and it, it makes ice for you. It's like, those types of things are so interesting. And I wish, and I'm I, not to say that you're not growing up in probably the most dynamic time in history because of all the information you have at your disposal. It is both a blessing and it's a curse. However, that being said, I really wish you could jump in the DeLorean and hit that 88 miles per hour and go back and see what it was like to be in the 80s. Oh my God, the I, 80s. No, I'm telling you what, uh. you would love it. Like, I mean, we didn't have all that pressure. We, di- I mean, we had pressure, but it was a different kind of pressure. It wasn't about, you know, I'm going to, I've got to, sit there and I got to take the perfect selfie. And then after I take the perfect selfie, then I got to come up with the perfect caption. And then if that caption doesn't get a certain amount of likes, I need to take it down and I need to try it again. I was more about hopping on my bike, going with my friends, building forts in the woods, throwing, you know, crab apples at cars. Like we were doing things that were just outdoors and you'll never have that experience. And that's okay because we never expected you to because we're responsible for that as well. We made sure because there were dangerous people outside, you have to stay inside. We're gonna shield you from all these things. It's, it's really interesting to see how quickly it's changed over the course of the last, you know, 10, 20 years and what it'll be like 20 years from now. Like your kids growing up, it's going to be so much different from when you grew up, just like it's different from when I grew up and even when your grandma grew up. Yeah. It's just really interesting to me.
0: But the thing is, too, it's like I'm I feel like Gen Z's problem is that we're so scared to be forgotten or not good enough, or we're not going to be... Memor- like, remem- remember... You're, an, you're an
1: insensitive. You're, you're, sorry, you're feeling... You're sensitive. You're a sensitive yeah. generation.
0: Oh, I think I saw a statistic, and it was like we're the loneliest generation because we are all... We're all so caught up in things, and we're so alone. We're so isolated because it's like the most an- most anxious generation, too. Our My generation is so anxious, so depressed, so isolated, and... It's like it makes me feel less alone, but also so alone.
1: Yeah, you're a part of someone, but the majority of your life was built around a screen. Like, think yeah. about you and your sister's um, relationship status. Uh-huh. How did that happen?
0: Uh, me and Bailey.
1: Like, yeah, with like Tristan.
0: Oh, that would oh. never have been oh, a probability. Yeah, yeah, you
1: are thousands of miles away from each other, but yet here you are. I right. Know. Same with I, Bailey. I think Bailey it's and great, yeah. Zach, I mean granted Zach grew up in Charlotte, but Charlotte has how many hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. They never would have met each other otherwise. And they Well, they
0: did meet at camp. They
1: did meet at camp, but they didn't really care much for it, but they carried yeah. the conversation into the virtual realm and that's where it sparked, right? Yeah. It's just really interesting to see how that's that's your generation. I
0: think my, actually, honestly, I feel like my generation is also the most like afraid generation. We're afraid to make doctor's appointments. We're afraid to call anywhere. We're afraid to order restaurants. We're afraid, afraid to, to, make mistakes. To, to talk to people in person. Afraid to make mistakes or fail. We're terrified to fail. So
1: what are you doing to get over that?
0: What am I doing? Yeah.
1: Are you making calls? Are you advocating? I'm,
0: I'm, I'm a hider and I'm working but you on can't, it but, but you,
1: can, yeah, you can't hide forever and I think that's what Bailey's oh, starting to learn as well and it's going to take some time because I was the same way Mike you know grandma did everything for me she got my haircut appointment she, she got my dentist appointment she mm-hmm. got all these things you know she did my laundry for me there were all these things that she did for me and I loved her for it um, but there comes a point in time when you got to stand up for yourself. And to this day, I still, Ems, I still have those problems. Mm-hmm. I, it's more of an anxiety thing than anything else yeah. that I'm afraid to talk to people because I'm afraid to make the, the wrong the wrong move or say the wrong thing. But at the end of the day, you've got to advocate.
0: I mean, the thing for me is like, I, I'm so aware that I'm a hider, but I'm more a hider now than I was last year before quarantine began. And I think a major step was meeting Tristan in person. That was a very scary thing to do, and I did it. Like, and that was a moment where I was like, I'm not a hider. I still, I have a job. I go to work. I don't hide my room all day. I go to a place. I do my school. I talk to people. I socialize when I can. Like, I'm not, I'm not a hider in the sense that I'll, I'll, Not talk to people. I just don't like calling doctors. You don't lead with it. I don't. Yeah.
1: You don't lead with it. Well, I'm going to share something the mom shared with me. Like I'm I'm fascinated by this Gen Z situation, Uh and I'm I'm Generation X. Mm -hmm. So this is what mom sent me because she knows that I'm not on Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. So she started anything interesting. She started screen capturing and sending him to me because she knows I don't go on those platforms. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this to you, and then I kind of want to get your initial reaction about how you feel. Okay. Okay. So this is um, I am Generation X. Anyone who was born between 1964 and 1979, Generation X, we are the last generation that played outside until dark. We are the first to play video games and the last to record songs off the radio onto a cassette tape. We loved roller skating on Friday and Saturday nights. We survived the 80s with big hair and the era of extravagant everything. We took walks with friends without worry of being taken. We watched cartoons on Saturday mornings while eating a bowl of cereal. We programmed the VCR before anyone else. We remember learning how to use a computer for the first time. We played Atari and Nintendo. We are the generation of Soul Train, Gilligan's Island, Dukes of Hazard, Scooby-Doo, Charlie's Angels, Wonder Woman, Love Boat, Three's Company, All in the Family, Little House on the Prairie, Happy Days, and Good Times. We traveled in cars without seatbelts or airbags. We rode in the backs of pickup trucks and lived without cell phones. We did not have flat screens or surround sound iPads, Facebook, and Twitter, and we had a great time all the time with each other. Most importantly, we, we spent time together without a phone in our hands and had loads of stuff to talk about. So when you read that, when you hear that, what do you hear and what is your reaction
0: well, to it? Well, uh, there's some things that just aren't true. Okay. Because I, I played till dark all the time in Maryland. Like, I would be out for hours and hours and hours playing, like, and I... I People have good times still without, you know, needing to have their phone around. People will still have fun forever. People will always be having fun as a group. Um, And I think, I don't know, whenever I hear stuff like that, that I I, I hear like a a tone to it where it's like, we're better than you because we had this, you didn't have that. Like, we're like, we're better, we're superior to you because you have your technologies and you're all so caught up in everything and we're better.
1: And you're probably not wrong, but you also could identify that that tone is something that you're imparting on that tone because of the insecurities you might have because you're trying again it's trying to pit generation against generation like you guys are screwing everything up we're gonna fix it just like your kids are gonna say to your generation you screwed everything up we're Mm. gonna fix it it just perpetuates it when i read that i a i read it's truth because i did all of those things on there and most of those shows and video games and playing outside till dark without a cell phone i loved not my parents not knowing where I was, (laughs) you know, like it it was kind of cool that way. There was an anonymity that went with that. There was a freedom that went with that. But, Also, at the same time, I love what technology has afforded us. I love that you can have, you know, a man child who lives a thousands of miles away who can be who can be here and be there all at the same time. Even though it's not the same, you can still connect in a second. You could call him up right now if you wanted to and see his face because of FaceTime or because of Zoom or whatever you use. So it's just it's really interesting. But if you were to read about Generation Z, I would immediately get my. Yeah. You know, feathers in a bunch because, because you, you
0: have a pride for your generation. Yeah, and, you, and like, you
1: should be prideful for your generation. It's like
0: World War One and like you know nationalism. Like my my nation's the best, and yes. no one else is. It's like. I feel like mine would be like we are a powerful generation. We like we love to start social change. We have incredible communication services now. Like we can we can communicate and talk I think like the, crazy. I, mental I think the health. most Im-
1: yes. I th- I was going to say I think the most important thing that your generation has brought to the forefront is the value on mental health and inclusion. Like, I think your generation is very inclusive. We accept all types of people. You know, we accept all types of gender and non-gender and binary and all these other sorts of things. Like, it's confusing to me because I grew up in a different generation and I'm not... Mm -hmm saying I'll ever fully understand it completely. But I get that you're searching for an identity and you're inclusive about that identity. And you can talk openly about your feelings. Oh, yeah. Like my generation didn't do that. Like if I, I probably would have benefited from some therapy when I was a kid, but I it wasn't even in my awareness. A, we didn't have the money for it. And B, I wouldn't want to be stigmatized because there's probably people there figure it out, you know, dust yeah. it off, you cut your knee rub it off and get out there and play some more. You know, yeah. that's just how it was. And it, that's not right. I'm glad we have shifted away from that toxicity and we're in more of a an inclusion and let's be open about it. But on the same hand, I also want us to not take ourselves so seriously. Yeah. I think that's what one of the things that maybe your generation does is they're taking things way too seriously. Yeah. But it's your generation. So that's that's just how you've been wired.
0: I think I agree with that actually a lot. I feel like um, there's like an interesting dynamic right now with, with between like the dark humor people who are a little too dark and not okay at all, like making the absolute worst jokes, like rape or molestation or pedophilia, like just the worst types of jokes, and those who are sensitive to it and yeah. get offended by it. Like people get offended very easily by things now. And you can say it's just a joke, but it's not funny. That's so right. it's like if you're, like I have a hard time because a lot of guys I know on my Snapchat will make jokes about... Just really ridiculous stuff, like making jokes about, like, rape victims, I guess, what I'm trying to say. And I think it's disgusting. And no one laughs. If you're laughing, you have something wrong with you, right? But they'd be like, you're so sensitive, such a snowflake, like, stop. And it's like, well, it's not okay. And I think it's g- it's great that we, we acknowledge it's not okay and we can talk about it and be open. And I think being sensitive can also be very strong. Being, like, weak can be very, very powerful because being open and vulnerable can make you better in a way because you are able to express yourself in a way that people can't and you're stronger and show others that you can be strong and without, you know, being closed off. Like yeah. You Ex- can
1: express instead of suppressing it. Yeah. And I think this brings it full circle back around to what you started talking about with the fat shaming and the skinny shaming. I think it is abhorrent when women tear down other women And when men tear down other men or vice versa. And here's another interesting thing. We recently watched the, uh, um, Britney Spears documentary and there was a, there was a part on there where, where she was being interviewed at the time by Diane Sawyer and Diane Sawyer was this renowned, interviewer like Mm -hmm. she was the best of the best and after watching her interview britney spears and her make it that everything that britney was going through was her fault and she benefited Mm -hmm. and she should basically just shut up and and deal with the backlash i said to myself wow that is a prime example of another woman who's cutting down another woman because she's no longer the young one, the yes. successful one, the one on the rise. And I think yeah. that we need to get away from that. So you
0: know who's like notorious for that? Joan Rivers. Oh, yes. She she yes. Oprah so bad she on did. air that one time.
1: And, oh and Joan Rivers, I mean, Joan Rivers passed away a while ago, yeah. like a few years ago. But Joan Rivers, when she she was a crass comic and she made her life by tearing other people down. Yeah. And the the problem with that is, is that there's a little truth in everything you say. Even if she's a comedian, it doesn't give you a free pass to be able to do those horrible things. And you're right. She decimated people.
0: Like, I I see women all the time on TikTok who are like, it's getting better where women will support a lot more. Like, I've seen it happen where it's more like, yes, you go, I'm so proud of you. But now I see more, there's like walls being built between men and women where it's like men feel... Because there was like a whole like hashtag kill all men for a long time because oh, yeah. men show their true colors occasionally and it's not always the prettiest. And um, women were like coming together and being like, yeah, we hate men, kill them all, we don't even need them. And then men got offended and they started going back at them and being cruel. And then women are cruel back. And I think it's kind of scary to see because it, in a way it, it makes me sad because we could be doing so much better. But, like, I see all the time on TikTok where, where girls would be like, I feel cute today. I feel pretty. And then guys are like, you're disgusting. You're so fat. Like, just die. It's and it's so like, oh, horrible. my God. And then I see girls being like, yes, girl, like, good for you. Happy for you. And then the men are the ones who are like, you should die. So it's like, and I see so much of it. And I think in that reason, we're, we're a strong generation because we can take things like that. But we shouldn't have to take things like that.
1: Look, it's really simple lead with kindness. Yeah. If everybody come, came together and said, look, we're just going to be kind today and see how it goes, the world would change in an instant. The problem is there's people who feed off of other people's misery and in order to make them miserable, because they're miserable themselves, they're going to pile on, they're going to troll, they're going to go after what they believe to be vulnerable and they're going to try and decimate. And it just completely sucks. It's why I'm yeah. on social media. It the, is
0: the hypocrisy really makes me upset. Like for a good a good example actually in my head is like the porn industry. Because um a uh, a porn star will post a video being like this is my outfit for today. It's like just regular it's like jeans and a shirt, right? And then the men are like attacking them, being like, You're such a whore, such a slut or whatever. And it's like, but you participate in their industry. Right. Like you participate in what they do that for is a living. Hypocrisy. So it's so yeah. Yeah. It, it makes me mad because the same guys who are like, I just love, like, I love porn so much, who are also like, you're gross, you're a slut, you probably have all these guys on you. and It's like, that's our job, though, and you're participating in that. So why are you being hypocrite about it? Like, what's, what is you so insecure about how she's doing? I wonder all the time what it means for a man to be insecure about that. Yeah. I'm so curious what it means.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. I think, I think that your generation is putting a, uh, they're putting a flag in the ground and basically saying, We are body positive. Yeah. We are gender positive. Whatever Mm -hmm. you choose to identify, that's you. We are very upfront with our mental health yeah. and we have no sexuality problem talking too. about therapy. We have no problem addressing our sexuality. And the more we do that, the more the conversations will start to change. Mm-hmm. We saw it happen this year with black lives matter. Oh, yeah, we sure. saw it happen this year with me too. We saw it happen with the racial injustices and the, the police and all these other sorts of things that were happening. We saw them and that was in one year's time. So we need to continue these conversations and have them open and honestly and not try to defend with anger our position, yeah. but be open to learning something new. And I think that I learned something new today about your generation, and I hopefully you learn something about ours, and we can come together and realize that we're all humans. Yeah. And this is who we are. And this we're is this, on amazing, mel- rock, yeah, this amazing melting pot of just goo that we've been thrown together here. We might as well make the most of it. And right. tearing people down is not making the most of your opportunity here.
0: Yeah. Period. I agree. Period.
1: Period. Dot. Not dot dot dot. Period.
0: Period dot. with a T. Yes. Period. Well, I liked this podcast a lot. It was fun to get some passion out because I've been, that's been on my mind for a while now of like the hypocrisy of it all. I'm glad I could talk about it with someone who's a different age. It's a good contrast.
1: It's perspective. Yeah. yeah. You get two different looks guy, at too. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a drop dead gorgeous. I'm, I'm like, I'm like slut shaming myself right now. Yeah. I'm drop dead gorgeous and I am an older male and you're a younger female and mm-hmm. we can have these sort of conversations about how different things are, yet we're we're all the same.
0: And the best part we listen and we let each other talk. I think that's great.
1: I'm trying. It's hard for me because I'm such a talker.
0: Is. You're you're not an interrupter. Only sometimes
1: it's not interrupting. You know what it is? It's trying you're to excited. steer the conver Yeah, well, that and it's also trying to steer the conversation into those little oozy nooks and crannies that we don't often go to. Yeah. I think that's why long form podcasts, even though you know our podcast wouldn't be considered long form, even though the last few have been a little bit longer, um, it's when you get through that wall interesting stuff starts to come out and interesting insights and angles start to come out. And I think I would love to do more podcasts like this because this gives you a snapshot into the time we live in now because when we listen to this 10, 20, 30 years from now, it's going to be completely different. And it'll be interesting to see how some things may have changed but how definitely things...
0: And it's cool that my voice will live in the cloud forever. It's true. My 17-year-old lady voice.
1: Yes, it's true. And then, you know, we'll... When you get fired from your job and you have to come live in my basement, we yeah. can just pick up right where we left exactly. off. Exactly, And we won't call it Corn Talks. We'll just call basement it...
0: Basement Talks. Basement
1: Talks. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you won't get fired because you're going to run your own business.
0: Exactly. And this has been Corn Talks. Thank you so much listening to us talk for about 38 minutes. We love every one of you so very much. Hi, I yes. hope you're doing good.
1: And we hope you had a great weekend. Yes. Here's to another week. Full steam ahead. And we... Yes. You know?
0: Let's get to spread let's eat, let's eat some flowers, let's eat some grass, see some life out in the world, okay? Remember to put some kindness out there if you're feeling insecure, write it down or something. Yeah. So and don't ha- it out. And
1: happy March first. Yes. I mean March first is here. In like a lion, mm-hmm. out like a lamb. And it's only what, only about uh, sixteen days until the mother of all holidays.
0: Yes, and we're gonna eat cabbage and talk about apricons.
1: We're gonna drink non alcoholic stout I'm and gonna just, build a
0: trap for one. I'm gonna we're kiss gonna him smoke this year. we're gonna
1: smoke some green that day. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? I Someone didn't. just like dropped something. Yeah, we better go tears. check out what that was. All, All right. right, bye,
1: bye. Emma. Bye.